0: So today on our show, we want to talk about the book of Job, Job chapter 22 and verse 28. And like I said in the beginning, so often what we do is we reference the book of Job from the mindset and the context of Job being patient. And that is true. And we also reference it that Job is a man who has lost everything. That is also true. He lost all his wealth. He lost All his property, he lost his wife, he lost his children, and his friends heaped on him and said, Hey, you still serving God? What's up? How could you still do that? You know, and so on. So, when you start reading chapter 22, it in fact starts off with, Can a man be profitable to God? This is Job's best friend, this is your BFF asking you, Can a man be profitable to God? Does God see righteousness in you? What is your righteousness? to God. And as I was reading that last night, I said to myself, whoa, really significantly this is in there? Because sometimes, so often today when we're reading the scriptures, we forget that we're reading examples of how people lived. These are not mythological stories, mythological stories as they like to tell us. These are real people who lived. And the Bible says of itself that these are examples for us to follow. So you might find yourself in a place where you find yourself sitting like Job, where you're losing everything. You're losing your house. You're losing your your family. Everything has gone out the window. And your friends are saying to you, and you're still serving God? And you're still doing this? <clears throat> but the Bible says in the book of Job chapter 22 and 28, let's read that. I'm going to read it in your hearing. Here's what it says. It says, you will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. That was Job's answer to his friends. In other words, what he's saying, I am going to declare what the word of God says about my life. So often in life, we are challenged. We encounter challenges. Life is not hunky-dory. For many of us, rarely are we on the mountaintop. Some of us still look at the mountaintop from afar. So life is filled with the challenges of overcoming adversity and striving to make it. Especially those of us who were not trust fund babies and we had to kind of make our own trust fund. Hello, somebody. And so we find that in order to make it, in order to even live a normal life and consider yourselves normal, you have to work really hard and you have to overcome. But I'm going to ask you this question. What do you say about yourself? The Bible says right here that you can declare a thing and it will be established. So what are you declaring? Has it been established? You got to be careful about the words that come out of your mouth. The Bible says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. That's a prayer. We are to pray every day about the words that come out of our mouths. Some of us are living examples of words that have been spoken and have been established. We look at people who are surviving today and who will tell you that they grew up in environments where they were told there'd never be anything. You'll never could get any good. Nobody will ever come out. They told me that. When I came and told people whom I trusted and believed were on my side, that I was going to be an author and a speaker, they told me can never be done. Someone like you, look at you, you're broken. God could never use you. Look at you. What could come out of you? I kid you not. They said, first of all, you speak with an accent. So who is going to understand you? That was a thing that someone declared. Had I not rebuked it, had I not stopped it and not let it penetrate into my mind, it could have been established about my life. So my question to you and my challenge to you today is what are you allowing to let people say, and allowing it to be established, you got to be careful. This is why you have to be careful about who is around you. Listen to me very carefully. You cannot take your life for granted. It is not just easy come, easy go. This is not free willy, anything nearly just come into your life. Be careful about the words that people say out of their mouths about you. No, you can't control them, but you can't stop it. Somebody might be saying, This is you, you have a big dream, and you say, One day. I'm going to be like Jeff Bezos or one day I'm going to be like Elon Musk. I'm going to be an innovator like Elon Musk. And somebody said, ah, you'll never achieve that. Stop it right there. Don't let it get established because the minute the words come out of your mouth, they're established. The Bible says in the book of Genesis, God spoke. It never said he used his hands to create light. He said, let there be light and ever since then the universe has been spinning with light the sun rises the sun sets the moon knows its place you never seen the moon dropping into the sea you never seen the sun off its axis don't we just didn't we just had a lunar eclipse everything working in tandem according to the word that was established Makes you wonder though, the day when God does speak and say, let there not be let, you do wonder what will happen. I'm just saying, but think about it. Think about it. Let there be. So when you are speaking to yourself, it sounds to me like what we should be saying is let Harriet be. Say this about yourself. If your name is John, let John be. When someone is going to say something about you, then you need to eradicate and erase them from your circle because whatever they say becomes established. And I'm speaking to you parents, when you go to school, And you hear the teacher saying things about your child, regardless of the adversity of your circumstances, let it not be established. Go home and take your children and submit them in the presence of God. Lift them up before God and ask God to cancel that which was spoken. I like to tell my children that if anybody is going to say anything about you, the question you need to ask them is, how much are you contributing to my life? Are you funding the life that you want, you think I should have? If you are not contributing and you are not funding it, then you need to sit yourself down. Take several seats and sit down. Why? Because I cannot afford to let anybody speak anything over my life because words are powerful. Everything begins with a word, the spoken word. Everything begins by saying, let there be. Everything begins by the very words that are coming out of my mouth right now are powerful and they are established in the earth. Do not take chances and let people say anything they want to say about you. Let me tell you a story. So you've heard of my book, Musings of the Spirit. In that book, I have a story about Joseph's coat of many colors. God chose me. He looked down through the generations, and he chose me out of all the folks in my family. I'm pretty sure everybody wants to be, but God chose me. Now, the truth of the matter is I'm not the best candidate for what God chose. I'm sure there are others who probably have greater oratorical skills, probably have greater written skills, probably more charismatic Probably more organized, whatever the gifts and skills they may have, but God chose me. That created a problem for some. That's when you knew the lines were drawn. That's when you knew people began to say stuff. But I found comfort in the scriptures in the book of Genesis that encouraged me that if God, out of all the 12 p all of the children that Isaac had, he chose Joseph. And when he chose Joseph, Joseph, like me, went and blabbed my mouth, yeah? And, and he ended up in a pit. But he went from the pit to the palace. The words that are spoken over your life can take you from the pit to the palace. You either find yourself in one of two situations. You either stay, get in the pit and stay in the pit forever. Find yourself trapped, just moving around, moving in place, can't get out of it. Or you're going to get up. And find your way to the palace. Now I know this is not going to be the kind of message that you people want. Because sometimes nowadays we kind of want someone to do it for us. We want to know that I go to bed. I dream about it. Wake up the next morning and it is so. That's not how it works. The Bible says faith without works is dead. You are the agent of your change. You are going to have to get up and do something. It means those children you have whom you think are an interruption to your life cycle. You start looking at your children and start saying, but what? So you speak over them. Before they leave in the mornings, you put your hand on them. You put your hand on their head and declare a thing, as the Bible says right here. Decree a thing and it is established. Tell them you're going to be the astronaut. You are going to be the teacher. You are going to be the principal. You are going to be the stockbroker. You are going to be the attorney general. You are going to be the surgeon. Create the atmosphere of expectation and expectancy amongst your children. And what about yourself? You're walking out the door. You have to get breakfast together. You're hurrying to go make it so you can pay the bills to keep all this going. What are you saying about yourself? you say, saying the name of Jesus. I am that I am. Notice something in the book of Genesis. When God first appeared to Moses, what did he say? He said, I am. You ever notice that? God says, I am. He didn't say I was. I used to be, I will be, he said, I am. That means he's present, participating in it. When you speak the words over your life and about yourself, they must be present and they must be participatory. You must be participating and engaged in it. When I started the Harriet Kamak Show, I've told you the story when in 2010, When we had to come off the air, after being on the air from 2009, we went on the air June 3rd, 2009. We were on the air until December 2010. I ran out of money, ran out of faith, literally ran out of faith. I wanted to get back on radio, but it didn't seem possible. By this time, I'd lost my full-time job. I wasn't engaged in anything. And this gentleman from a radio station said he found me on the internet. And that I had such good numbers, they wanted to bring me into their radio program, but I was unemployed. I did not have the faith to rise up. And he kept saying, be careful what you say about yourself. He kept saying, every time he called, he said, don't say that, don't declare that thing, because it will be established. So finally, I said to myself, I have to turn this metrics around. The first thing it begins with is a word. So what was I going to do? I wrote the Harry Kimak show on every piece of paper and stuck it around my house. In the kitchen, in the dining room, in the living room, in my bedroom, in the family room. I put it on every wall that I could see because the Bible says I knew the word of God. It says declare a thing and it will be established. That was in 2013. Are you listening to me? I said it over and over. Do you think that things were going perfect? So often I think we get confused in life. We think that everything must always be hunky-dory. No, the the way to your dream is never going to be hunky-dory. You're never going to wake up and there is a golden chariot sitting out there with a boatload of money for you to just go start and do something. It doesn't work like that. If they told you that, I'm sorry to break that up for you. I had to find a way, and it involved me and my faith. I declared a thing. By summer, it was October of 2014, the Harriet Kamek show was established. All of the Harriet Kamek show now evolves down to earth. You see why you can't give up? You're watching me now because I declared a thing in 2014. that said, this time. When I go on air, I shall not come off. This word shall not return to me void. And I declared that thing and it was established. That was in June, October of 2014. Within a matter of months, I was on, I became a syndicated radio show, independent broadcaster. Remember they told me it couldn't be done. I became a syndicated broadcaster into Cincinnati and Covington, Kentucky. Are you hearing me? That set the stage for me now to be on about 10 or 12 podcast platforms. And now to you're watching me through the medium of television. You've got to declare a thing and let it be established. So many of us are sitting there. You're sitting right there. You're trying to get your dream and you're wondering how you're going to do it. And maybe somebody told you that it can't be done. Maybe it was even you. Maybe it was someone you trusted, someone you, 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 you loved. They may have even meant you well and you think you need them. Here is what I'm saying to you. Declare a thing and let it be established. What is your mindset about it? Do you have the patience of Job? Do you have the fortitude to keep on pressing on in spite of? Because here's what I've found and what I know about life. When you set your mind to do a thing, Everything and its kitchen sink is going to come to try to derail you. This message, for instance, right now is being preached to you in a studio. You have no idea when we sat down to record. This is the fifth take to get this out. Why everything just started happening all of a sudden whilst we were recording. Do you think that if I had not declared a thing, I was determined to get this message out. I am saying to you right now declare a thing and it will be established. The Exodus Foundation, the non-profit arm of us that we set up to help women who were in who are who are coming out of the situation that I was in. We set it up on a wing and on a prayer, believing that if we established it, it was just an idea in December 2013. It never formalized until October of 2015. That's when the papers And the registration of it became a legal entity. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You've got to declare a thing for it to be established. Harriet Kim Ministries was an idea conceived from 1997. It did not come to fruition until October 2006. I don't know what it is about me in October. The season of transition, it's always... Something always changes September to October. That's my thing. I don't know about you. i found that when the leaves are falling, that's when the blessings are coming down on me. You've got to establish this thing. Now, you're reading. This is why I tell everybody, open the Bible and read it. Yeah? Because you will find in the Bible scriptures about even you that it will speak to you in the situations. I've told you my own story of going through where the Bible itself became my best friend. If you were to look through my book, the Bible that sleeps with me since November 2 of 1999. If you see the pages of the Psalms, dude, I can't even find a page clear enough to read that pages of the Psalms are replete with tears that dropped out of my eyes. The words are faded. The pages are stuck together. But it is my most beloved possession. What I found was that the Bible had been established with my name written all through the pages. So many of us go through life and we don't have any resonance. We can't identify It's a cruel thing when you don't know who you are. If you don't know who you are, then you don't know where you're coming from. If you don't know where you're coming from, how is there a lamppost and a guide to take you to the future? This is why people today are running to DNA and checking their DNA and people are curious about, well, who made me up? I think like this sometimes. I might have this, people like to say, well, We're going to check out our genetics to see if we have diseases. No, what you're really looking for is who you are. But I just want to tell you that your DNA is in the Bible. You might find that as a natural person, that you might be a composite of people who have lived before. We come from all parts of the world. It is not unusual in America today to find that we are descendants of people from different continents. We're descendants of people from Africa. We're descendants of people from Europe. We're descendants of people from Asia and South Asia and the Mediterranean. We're descendants of people from Northern Europe. It is not unusual. But might I just tell you the most important part of you is that your DNA is written in the scriptures. You've got to find it. There's no getting around it. There's so many self-help gurus today who are telling you to be positive. And they preach that the, 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 it's really, it has become a religion, the religion of positivity to the extent where you are tired of being positive. There are just some things in life that require effort. There are some things that you have to have the wisdom to know that I can, touching this is not going to work. I'm just going to have to trust God in this. And you have to have that wisdom to know that. But here's the thing that I want us to remember I want us to find ourselves written in the pages of the book. The Bible says that you must declare a thing. And when you do, it is established. And here's what it further says. So light will shine on your ways. And listen to this. In the very next verse, listen to what it says. It says, when they cast you down and you say exaltation will come. The Bible says, then he will save the humble person. You want to know how to overcome the negativities and the things that have been said about you? One of the ways to do that is just come humbly before God and say, Lord, I am trying so hard. So many of us feel like we're running in place. You feel like you're trying your best. And every time you get a way out over there, something else comes and block it. And you go over here and and it's like you're going around in a circle. That was me for a while. I had to ask what was going on. I found out that I had stopped declaring a thing. What are the affirmations that you say to yourself I had forgotten? I stopped saying them. And when I started saying them, truthfully, it felt like I didn't believe in it so much. I had to really put some effort into it. But you know what happened? The more I said the things about myself and my expectation and my outcome, was the more that I felt better. And gradually over time, the situation is, it was not overnight. It was not something that happened so expeditiously. It took more than a year and a half. But I learned that I had to, you know what I was learning at that time? Stay true to the word that has already been established. It's not like I, it hadn't been established from years ago that I would be doing this. It's that I forgot in the humdrum of life, I got caught up in all the negativity and I stopped looking up at God and started looking at what people said about me. You know what that did? Disaster. Look this way. You want to find yourself, find yourself written in the Bible. Find your story written in the Bible. Find your name. Find what you must do and write it out. The Bible says, write the vision and make it plain. Write it out. And when you have written it out, what do you do? Declare a thing and it will be established. Come on now. People won't tell you all the keys to their success, will they? They hold that close to themselves. Have you ever been around wealthy people? Have you ever been around successful people? Not many of us get that opportunity. There are some people, you can't come to them and say negative things. You cannot say anything negative around them. You will even say people become superstitious. But you know what they know? They know that if you declare a thing, it will be established. So what do they do? If you are going to come around me, you have to say positive things. Don't come around me with negativity. I tell folks all the time, I don't like drama. Because drama brings negative energy. I don't want to hear it. Stay, I stay away from negative people and their drama. Why? Because the, in, when you say it, you're declaring a thing and it is established. Be careful of where your thoughts go. Because where the mind goes, the body goes. So be very careful about what you are saying out of your mouth. Because those words are declared and they establish a thing. I want you to go back to this book today. I'm going to pray for you in just a few minutes. I have just a few seconds left. I'm going to pray for you, and I'm going to invite you to say a thing that is established. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you right now, I pray for my friend, my sister, my brother, that every word they speak about their lives, the good stuff, it is established today. And in the name of Jesus, you will become all that you say you will do. And God will help you if you call upon him. In Jesus' name. Amen. I thank you right now for watching. May these words find you and may they establish a thing and may you never forget that every word that comes out of your mouth is powerful. So be careful what you say about you, your life, your health, your body, your prosperity, and about the outcome that you desire and about your children and your family. I just want to say thank you so much for watching. This is Harriet Kemmer. Welcome to our show and make sure you join us again on this edition of Down to Earth. Be blessed, everybody.